All right, Amanda, how are the vibes today? The vibes are giving chaos. The vibes are giving death. What about you? The vibes are giving flooded basement. Oh. (laughs) The vibes are giving (laughs) recreation of... I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) The The recreation of what? I don't know of mankind. I don't know. Oh. I was just trying to say the first thing that could come to my head, and that was <laughs> it. And now I want to die in a hole. Um. Anyway, I'm Amanda. I'm Wes. And welcome to. <laughs> I use it says unison on the script you no. made. <laughs> this, this is not it. This is not working. And welcome to How Are the Vibes? Slay. So, Wes, what was the topic you picked today? All right. Well, actually, Manny, can I go into like a tangent for like just a second? Okay. Um, I just wanted to explain the. Can I say an analogy, please? If it's a correct one. Just let me talk. Don't censor me. This is America. Don't censor me, okay? What is your what is your analogy? I want to explain the vibe of the overall podcast because I don't think people would get it if I didn't say this. Okay. Okay. And you can tell that it's not gonna make sense whenever I start with okay, so (laughs) <laughs> okay, so imagine that you have a TV. Okay. <laughs> and you're flipping through the channels, okay? Okay, okay. Now just imagine every channel is different, okay? <laughs> That's what this podcast is, yo. Every episode is different. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Every channel is a different topic. <laughs> I just feel like, well, we kind of like threw everyone in like cold turkey and then they're like, why am I listening to executions? Like, I don't even know what the point of the podcast is. Like, some people are like, oh, this is a true crime podcast or this is a self-help podcast or this is a law podcast. I don't know. But then like, why would they listen, you know, if they don't know what it is? Anyways, um, last week, whenever we gave out the uh, topic for this week, we said that it was the beginnings which is a very uh, broad topic. So you can choose mm-hmm. like the beginning of literally anything. It could be the beginning of like glassware or I don't fucking know. The beginning <laughs> of like tools or the beginning of time or I don't know. So um, I wanted to talk about like one of the oldest human civilizations. I do have a minor in anthropology, which basically means that I can't get a job. So um, <laughs> I, I am very interested on like old civilizations and uh yeah the sumerians are very interesting because they were around 6500 bce up until oh. around 4100 bce that's a long Slay. ass time ago that is a long ass time ago it really is and they lived in southern mesopotamia which is in between the tigris and the euphrates rivers is that how you say it euphrates yes mm-hmm. or is it euphrates you're the one with the degree in anthropology fuck yeah, you see how far it's gotten me so far. So <laughs> I work in insurance. Um, 
here are some of the first that we were able to see just in recorded history because we can't really give much of like a tell what's going on in human history unless there's some like physical evidence of something written down of like tools or bones or whatever so this is the first time in recorded history that we're able to see uh the use of a solar calendar uh democracy cities states kingdoms empires uh writing schooling architecture literature so they're really like some of the they first societies all. they literally they were the <clears throat> what's a good analogy for this um so basically they were like <laughs> i don't know they were it was giving um not to like steal something from the last episode but it's really giving aquarius because like they are just thinking outside of the box unlike the other hoes and i don't well, i don't know what i'm saying i think it was giving trend starter trend starter because yeah. oh leo we, leo because Libra. they're like, I'm so cool that I'm going to have democracy. And honestly, that's a sleigh right there. That is a sleigh. Did you say Libra? Yeah, Leo, Libra. Get that shit out of here. Get those Libras out. I, I, I mean, can't do that. Kim Kardashian is a Libra for a reason. Oh, really? She's a yeah. Libra? I thought she's she was a, a Gemini because of her forehead. No, she's a Libra son. Does she have a big forehead? What does she look like? Do you not know what Kim Kardashian looks like? I, I can only imagine her eyes. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So basically, (laughs) I'm going to be talking about like Sumerian myths. So there was a broken tablet that was found in Nippur. I think that's how you say it. Um, They found a little broken uh, tablet in Nippur, uh, which Mm -hmm. is an ancient Sumerian city. And this uh, tablet had the creation myth in the Sumerian language. And it was dated to about uh, 1600 BCE. You know what BCE stands for? Before Christ? No, Amanda. That's the that's the non secular version. Get okay. out of here with that. Get religion what? out of here. This is I science. grew up in Texas. Damn. So did I, and even I know. Actually, okay. I had to look it up. What because does I was it like, mean? BC BC did stand for before Christ, but uh, they changed it to be more secular. So um, BCE stands for before Common Era. So the common era is the era that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. So um, they changed AD to CE, common era. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, AD is Latin for, I, I didn't write down the Latin word because who knows Latin these days, uh, to year of our Lord. So Slay. Yeah. So they wanted to change it to be less religious. And that was the ultimate slay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, so this tablet states that the gods... An Enlil, Enki, and Ninhursag uh, created the Sumerians and animals and gave them like this like easy life for them to just live and exist and to vibe and to chill. And then kings were created and then cities were created and each of the cities had their own like patron deity. So they're mm-hmm. all named after the gods. So it's like you had a city named An and then Enlil and Enki. And then there was an Eridu. Eridu was considered the uh, oldest city in the world. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so here is a fun fact. Do you know what a lacuna is? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I have oh, no clue what that is. L-A-C-U-N-A. I've never heard that. L-A-C-U-N-A. No. Okay. So that is a gap in a manuscript so if there's like an ancient oh. language that is written down 
and it's so fucking old that like part of it is like eroded away or broken off and there's like a gap then that's called a lacuna and there is one of those in this story so it starts off like it literally the story on the tablets that we have it starts off like setting the stage and then all of a sudden the gods are pissed at humans and they want to destroy the world so there's like that gap where it's like what do we do but this is the exact same story in babylonian and akkadian times so like they have the same myth they have like the pretty much the same story so we're able to fill in the gaps with like other uh, creation myths from other cultures because it's pretty much the same thing they might change some names here and there but it's the same story it's interesting how like different cultures came up with the same premise well that's actually uh something i wanted to talk about is cultural transmission oh basically whenever uh so it's basically whenever you're transmitting uh cultural elements uh Mm -hmm. from one group to another so that's why a lot of myths like it's sort of like greek and roman they're pretty much the same they change the name but it's the same myth for the most part oh so that's why you have like a greek version and a roman version it's like Oh, you have Aphrodite, who's also Venus. You have Zeus, who's also Jupiter. Yeah, they're the pretty much the same thing, but they have their own like cultural context with the myth that they have. So the Babylonians and the Sumerians and the Akkadians, they have the same myth, but with their own like cultural context attached to it. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are like cases where some cultures do have their own flood myths throughout the world that are like the Sumerians and Mesopotamia, but then they also had flood myths in uh, South America, like Latin America. And then they also have flood myths in uh, like India. So it's really like most cultures do have a flood myth, but I believe that the ones that are in this area of Mesopotamia are pretty much like a cultural transmission from like, you know, like it's pretty much the same story, but this culture is taking it and running with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So uh, in the blank part of the manuscript, uh, the texts are saying that humans are like too much. Pretty much they're like, girl, they need to calm the fuck down because they're being too loud they're partying they're like just being annoying to the gods and the Mm -hmm. gods are like let's literally just like fucking kill them because like they're actually they're no like if they're it's on and enlil they're uh like the leaders of the pantheon in this story and they're sort of like they're pissed because like the humans are annoying so they're like okay we're gonna kill these humans so they start with a drought they start with a plague and then they go with a, a famine and then they're basically trying to wipe out the humans, but every single time that they're trying to wipe out the humans, there's a god named Enki, who's the god of wisdom, mm-hmm. and he's like the friend of the humans, and he's basically going up to them, and he's like, hey, squirrel friends, um, this is how you reverse the end times, you know, like, this is what you have to do when there's a drought, this is what you have to do when there's a plague and a famine, mm-hmm. and he's basically um, telling them, like, how to counteract whatever the gods are trying to do. Yeah. And so then the gods are like, you know what? We're going to flood the earth and we're going to kill all creatures. And then um, they have this sort of agreement. They're like, Enki, or really all the gods, no gods are allowed to interfere. And he agrees and he's not allowed to interfere, but he does find a loophole. You know what he does? What? So he decides to speak to uh, the leader of the city. His name is Zidsara. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of like speaking him to, to him directly, he's talking to a wall. Oh. You know, 
So he's like technically not telling him directly. He's like, oh, I don't know if anyone's listening, but there's going to be a flood that's going to kill everybody. Wink, wink. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, that's how he gets around it and he's like you need to get a boat or you need to build a boat and fill it with all the animals <clears throat> does that sound familiar oh noah's ark yeah slay and so it rains for seven days and seven nights wait nobody is even original no wait literally, a minute no one's original and then um there's a sun god who appears uh his name is utu and uh he enters the boat Anin and lil are like I'm so sorry. That's it. The end. No, um, all the gods are, they're like, damn, this dude uh, who is the leader of the city built a boat. He put all the animals on the boat and then they sailed out for seven days and seven nights. And then Utu came in and they were like, damn, you really preserved all the animals and all the remaining humans. That's like so slay of you. And then mm -hmm. Anin and Lil are like, damn, that sucks. Like, we really almost wiped out all civilization and you really saved these hoes. Like, damn, real you're one. You're a bad bitch. So they gave him eternal life. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so human civilization is no longer uh, destroyed. And uh, they let him live in the city of Dilmun, which is the city that is possibly the inspiration for the Garden of Eden story. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, um, the connections. Yeah. So um, there is a sort of... I was reading articles where they're talking about like the cultural uh, connection to the Flood story. Yeah. And they think that it's sort of geographically positioned, you know, because they lived in between two rivers. So if those rivers uh, flooded, then like it was sort of end times for them because, I, you know, like because that can like ruin your crops if like if there's mm -hmm. a flood, you know. So yeah. uh, it could be like a cultural context kind of vibe for uh, that sort of story. And then um, there is an Egyptian flood story, mm -hmm. um, biblical flood story. It sounded very sim uh, similar. Seven days, seven nights on an ark. Yeah. And okay, so there was a point of time where the Bible was considered the oldest book in the world. Did you know that? No, actually. And it was loaded with divine wisdom. Oh, and uh, do you know when the world was created? No, I don't. According to, I don't know if it's Usher. Mm -hmm. Usher created the world. Um, <laughs> I thought you were talking. <laughs> no, it's like is it Usher or Usher. It's it's like it looks like Usher to me. So what's Damn, an Usher, Usher song? Usher really did that. What is an Usher song? I only know that he was the mentor for Justin Bieber. I, why do I only know that too? Hold on. What's an Usher song? I'm looking up Usher. What songs? I feel like you're going to look it up and we're going to know it. It's so stupid. Oh, yeah, there's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that song. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. DJ got us falling in... Oh, girl, I know Usher. Slay. So basically, Usher created a chronology of uh, the world and uh, uh, there were a lot of people who were trying to figure out when did the world actually begin and mm -hmm. I think the most popular theory is that it began on the 22nd of October oh Christmas <laughs> Amanda I swear to god get out of here with that <laughs> Christmas is in October girl <laughs> you're like Oh, Christmas. Brain registered as December. I get it's fine. out of here. So, Halloween? No, man, it's the 22nd. It's not the 31st. But it's like close enough, like some days and some change. You know what I mean? Well, that means that the Earth is almost a Scorpio, right? 
But I think that is literally the first day of Scorpio season. No, it's Libra. Is that the last day of Libra season? Hold on. When does Scorpio season start? Scorpio. I thought it was the 22nd. It's the 23rd. Oh, so it's the last day of Libra, and then the next day the best season starts. I wanted to um, read a quote. Okay, so the Earth was created on Sunday, the 21st of October, 4004 BC, at exactly 9 a.m. Because God liked to get to work done early in the morning while he was feeling fresh. Okay, first of all, disgusting. Second of all, wait, can we look up the Earth's birth chart? No, Amanda, I swear to God I tried. (laughs) <laughs> why why can't you is it the location whenever you try to look up the, the location where, where are you on earth i am earth like no like literally i swear to god i tried so hard to find earth's birth chart but i mean you should you could find most of it you just won't have the right like rising sign i don't think no because okay i even went i i was dedicated i went on stellarium.com which is basically where you can see a simulation of like what the sky looks like and so i tried to go all the way back to 4004 bc but it stops at zero and then immediately goes to the 1800s after that i actually hate that he scrolled all the way down from 2023 all the way to zero and then it went back to 1800s and it kept only going to zero and then back to the 1800s i was going crazy but what were you trying to accomplish by looking at the sky? I was trying to see the sky at the time that the Earth was created. Why? How does that help with the birth chart? Because you can see the sun in the position that it's in, and you can see the constellations in the positions that they're in. Okay, but, like, listen, I get that, but at the same time, you could just have looked up the birth chart without knowing the location. How do you look up the birth chart? Oh my god, hold on. Amanda, try looking up the sun, the Earth's birth chart. It's hard. I'm looking. Because they'll just tell you about Earth signs. They're like, oh, a Taurus is a blah, blah, blah. A Capricorn is a blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm not talking about Taurus or Capricorn. I'm talking about the actual fucking Earth. I'm making Earth a birth chart in my phone. Wait, October 22nd, right? Yes. Oh, 21st. (laughs) October 21st. Sunday, October 21st. Oh, wait. I don't know if I can put the right year in. That's what I said. Okay, wait. I'm in the 1700s. I'm in the 16, 15, 14. I'm keep going. What is it again? 4004 BC. Okay, well, I'm 12. I can hear, I can hear your phone going. <laughs> it's going through all the years. I can hear it at exactly 9 a.m. That's the only part that I wanted to say is the Earth is a Libra. Okay, well, I did get the Earth birth chart, you fucking bitch. Wait, did you actually get a 4004? I did, yes. How? Oh. Because it, that's an available option on my birth chart app. You have a birth chart app? I do. I pay four dollars a month for it. You need help. <laughs> At least I don't, because I got tired of like putting in everybody's information, being like, "Oh my god, what is this?" And now it's just all saved. The sun sign is in Libra. Earth's moon sign is in Scorpio. Mercury is in Libra. Venus is in Libra. Mars is in Sagittarius. Oh my god, so many Libra placements. Yeah, which the makes Earth sense is a because Libra. it's like balance. I actually do have a Libra horoscope. Oh? So this is the Earth's horoscope for today, okay? Okay. So be prepared. Libra, horoscope, today, funny. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> I think the real ones are... It is so boring. So this one says, All the colors in the rainbow will come out to play on other people's faces today. You may be diagnosed with flu at some point this week. (laughs) Satan, 
may seem like a real life figure, but Satan is just a figment of your imagination brought on by the incredible amount of evil you see in your father's eyes. There might not be a tomorrow, but all indications point to yes. That that was kind of ominous. That was like low-key giving Judy Garland. It was low-key giving the Judy Earth Us, the <laughs> rainbow. Oh, <laughs> it was like, oh my God. Is Judy here with us today? Is Judy, Judy in this room? Judy is with us every day. You're right. It was giving Judy Garland. It was giving ominous. It was giving spooky, ooky, kooky. It was giving, I'm a little concerned with it saying you're going to be diagnosed with the flu because we already had a pandemic. Ooh, you're right. You're right. So, like, let's not do that again. And what about Earth has a father? Like, I think let's talk about Saturn. Oh, yeah. Definitely. If you were to, like, think about Earth's father, it would be Saturn. Not Jupiter? No, Saturn. Saturn oh, is considered yeah, Jupiter the is like father Zeus. planet. Yeah, and then Saturn is like, uh, what's his name? The the one Titan that they killed. What's his I name? I have no clue. Oh, man. What is the Greek version? You know, like the, the one that ate his kids? Oh. What was his name? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do know what you're Saturn. talking about. I don't know the name. Greek. Cronus. I fucking knew that. I knew that. I fucking knew that. But, yeah. Um, I wanted to uh, also segue into a little some some. What? What are a you trying to say? <laughs> so I wanted to give you uh, the quote of a very famous book. Um, I okay. want to see if you if you if know, I know the book. If you know the book, yeah. Okay, what's the quote? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's it. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yeah. Is it from a musical? You don't remember that song? No. Are you talking about Godspell? It's not from. It's from the Bible. <laughs> I was talking about Godspell. I was talking about the Bible. What's <laughs> from Godspell? I'm not doing good. I'm a teacher. All of my mental energy has already gone for this week. I can't. Oh my god! Not the Godspell. I can't. I can't with that. <laughs> How slay church camp. <laughs> you don't remember that song? See, that's what you're saying, a song. So I thought I asked, is no. it a musical? No, you were you like, remember, it's a song. You remember going to church and they would like play the songs that helped you remember like the Bible? Remember Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Numbers Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Joshua Judges, Judges, then there's Ruth, first, first and second Samuel, Samuel first and second Kings, and first and second Chronicles. No, that's not right. right. I remember that one. I don't know about the other ones. What is the, what are the books of the Bible? Books of the Bible. What are I they? I feel like, I feel like your topic is starting to spiral a little bit. You can fuck off. First and second Samuels, first and second Kings. Um, I don't know. Anyways. Oh, you don't like my topic? Then you don't like me. Well, Mommy, I'm like... treat you like a goddess. Okay. Well, Amanda, you know I'm not a short podcast kind of girly keep going bestie damn okay well i just wanted to talk about church camp and um what was your best moment from church camp okay it was definitely not the trauma bonding that they forced you to do every night you were trauma bonded no remember they would be like whatever you're ashamed of whatever you've done wrong in your life write it on this paper cry about it to god and then burn it in the fire bro what did you write do you I... know what you wrote I don't remember what I wrote, but I do remember one year 
my friend and I were yelling SOS to a helicopter that was flying by. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, honestly, that, that kind of tracks. It's church camp, like, save me. I actually kind of had fun at church camp. Oh. Yeah, um, well, they also were talking about fucking Goatman's Bridge. Oh, yeah, Goatman was fun. I mean, not fun. It was kind of scary, but... It was a little scary. We are really close to Goatman's Bridge. Do you know what I wrote on my piece of paper? What? Uh, whenever they're like, everything that you regret in your life, write on this piece of paper. You're literally like 11 or something or 12 or something. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you know what I regretted? What? Accidentally killing my hamsters. <laughs> so I wrote down, I don't even know if I had seven hamsters or something or if that was just the number. But I remember writing down like seven hamsters. And then like I was... I threw it in the fire and then I was like, cry I remember crying on you because I felt so guilty about it. I do remember that. Yeah. But you didn't kill seven hamsters. Yeah. I mean, I know I killed one hamster. Like, but like. Hands. <laughs> Dude, that that was not on like purpose. A... I'm not that a That makes you sound like a sociopath. <laughs> no. no. That was a traumatic moment. I would like to move on from that. <laughs> The rest, well, the rest died from natural causes, I think, maybe. They did. They did die from natural causes. That one, I think, was an extenuating circumstance because I think you probably should have been monitored better uh, when you have a pet in the house and you have, like, a young child. Like, you were, like, really young. How old was I? Yeah, you was were, I, like, I, five, I think. Five or four or five? You're, like, four or five, yeah. Oh, damn. Then, okay, I don't feel guilty anymore. Well, I mean, oh... <laughs> Hamsters are very delicate. They're like little piggies. Oh? Like guinea are. pigs? Yeah, yeah, but which one dies first? Guinea pigs or hamsters? I'm going to assume hamsters. Guinea pigs live for like five years on average, but like hamsters mine- Hamsters live for like a year or two. Yeah, I my think. guinea pig, I had one that was like six years old, and then I have one that's four years old right now. Oh? You, you know what's not? This is terrible. Do you know what's not four years old? What? Um, I was trying to segue into your story. Talk about your story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say dinosaurs. Jurassic Park. I don't know. Well, I guess we're done talking about church camp trauma. Yeah, we went from like uh, Sumerians to astrology to church camp. So you can go. I'm talking about dinosaurs, more specifically Jurassic Park, the book, and the movies. The book and their movies were made by Michael Creighton, and he had taken this dinosaur that's actually called a Dinonychus, and he named it the Velociraptor because he thought that the name Velociraptor was more menacing and like scary than Dinonychus. Um, and then he also kind of upped how they looked because they didn't look as big and as scary as they actually were. Um, but then later down the road, paleontologists did find a dinosaur that resembled what Michael Creighton had created in his books. And they named that the Velociraptor. But the Velociraptor in real life is only the size of a turkey. And a paleontologist named Ashley Poost stated that the real life velociraptors look very kickable mm, kind of like your face damn okay <laughs> girl yeah very kickable um also in the original books the old guy whose character name is john hammond so he played like the grandfather in the first movie you know who brought his like grandkids to jurassic park 
Mm-hmm. They almost got eaten by dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, in the book, he was way worse and more capitalist. Oh, you. And the original book has like this whole thing about how capitalism is like a terrible thing. But the movies oh? didn't like portray that as much. But like in the movies, he did bring his grandkids to Jurassic Park, and they did almost die. Which so is capitalism kills. Yeah, basically, basically. Never would have thought. So that's the tea there. And then um, in the most recent movie, they had this dinosaur called the Therosinosaurus. And that was like their big scary T-Rex that they had that had the giant claws. Do you remember that in like the newest movie? Yeah, it's not the one that's, like, genetically altered, right? I think they had said it was genetically altered, but that dinosaur did actually exist, and it did have giant claws like that, but it was not a carnivore, it was a herbivore. Uh-oh, oh? I don't know what the claws were for. What was it Cutting called? down trees? Therosinosaurus. 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 Oh, Therosinosaurus. Yeah. That's an herbivore? It's an herbivore. Oh. Oh, they kind of look like Wolverine. Yeah. Is that like Wolverine? I don't know what the giant claws were for, but they had giant claws that their environment helped them make. I mean, it could have been for protection, but they were already, like, super fucking big, though, at the same time. Mmm. Okay, work. Or digging. Oh, digging would make sense. Bitches dig, too. Oh, that felt a little misogynistic. What? It's a dinosaur. We don't know its gender. So, yeah, they had giant claws, but they were herbivores. The other thing that's... This is like a butterfly effect. The year that the second Jurassic Park book came out, the author of Jurassic Park was also starting to write for his new TV show called ER, which launched the career of George Clooney. And that same year had the number one movie called Congo. And so in that year alone, he had the number one book, TV show, and movie at the same time. And he's oh, the only shit. person to ever do that. ER? Yeah, he wrote Have you ER. seen ER? Have you seen it? No, I've seen Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Remember when I thought that ER and Scrubs were the same thing? Oh, yeah. I tried watching Scrubs. I was not a fan. Oh, oh that's controversial. Apparently, that's that my is favorite controversial. show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wasn't I, I was getting it mixed up with er i remember liking er i just don't remember any of the episodes at all i've never seen er i've only seen Grey's anatomy because that literally aired from when i was a child to currently for some reason i don't know why it's still airing who watches i remember it. watching uh gray's anatomy with mom yeah when we were, like we taught and i was like i love this show and then I never watched it as an adult. Like, I've never seen it as an adult. It's actually very... I would say the first couple seasons are really good and enjoyable. I watch them every few years. Um, but it's usually, like, after season four. It's not good. Like, the plot starts changing. And all the, like, iconic characters just start dying off. And it's like, what is the point? Yeah, they, it's kind of alarming, like, how many characters just die, like, every year. Yeah. And then, like, when Christina leaves, you're like, okay, that was, like, the point of me watching this. Literally. Um, anyways, um, I did look up the dinosaur you were talking about, and it has a big old feathery tail. It looks like a beaver. Yeah, yeah it kind of does have, like, a little beaver tail. Yeah. Are you going to talk about, like, the, uh, the misconception that dinosaurs are, like, reptilian? 
No. Oh, do you do you know about it? No. That I mean, there's a like, misconception. What, yeah, so uh, dinosaurs actually aren't like reptilian, like the way that they were depicted in the movie of Jurassic Park, because they thought that having like a feathery dinosaur wouldn't be as scary as having like a reptilian dinosaur. So they changed it for the movie specifically, and that's why we think that dinosaurs are reptilian. Damn. But dinosaurs were most likely like more bird-like. That's why they say that um, chickens chickens are like closely related to uh, to the T Rex. Well, I had thought that when the meteor hit, all dinosaurs had died, but that's actually not true. And chickens are descendant from dinosaurs. That's wild. Yeah, well, it's like, like the movie I mean, dinosaur. I don't think, like, every creature died. But no, like, they didn't. That's the point. Yeah. Every creature didn't die, but like I was taught every creature had died. Well, okay. Do you remember growing up in fucking Texas? And I remember being in Mr. Randall's class in uh, like fucking, what, what year was that? It was either- Your junior year. Junior year? Mm-hmm. It was anatomy, right? Yeah. And he was like, I know this is a very controversial topic, but we do have to talk about evolution. I'm like, girl, why is this controversial? He did like, not say that. He said that. Well, I tried to join a sorority because I thought their clothes were cute and it ended up being a cult. And they were saying the same thing. Like, I went to, like, two meetings and there was, like, some red flags, but I was willing to ignore it for the cute t-shirts. Um, but then the third one I went to, I was sitting in this giant auditorium. There's a bunch of girls in there. And she was like, yeah, I went to science class and they started talking about evolution. And I just knew I needed to speak my truth because God was calling on to me in that moment. Oh, you. And I was like, I, I need to get out of here. It was like that SpongeBob meme where he's getting out of like his chair. I, I head out. Yeah, that was me. I literally left early. I never went back. Amanda, are you near a laptop right now? Why? You're using your laptop to record, aren't you? No, I'm not. Oh, what are you using? My desktop. Oh, I was asking if you were near like a computer. Yeah. Okay, look up T-Rex real, as in like, it's real. Like, what does a real T-Rex look like? It's feathery. Do you see its little back? Now you're saying look up T-Rex real. <laughs> Texas real estate. <laughs> not not tech, what are you typing? <laughs> Texas real estate. I put T. Oh, maybe I didn't put the Rex. <laughs> you just put Texas. <laughs> Ew. It just, it looks like it's uh, balding. Like, um, has like male pattern baldness or something. Yeah. Ew. It's, it's like, ugh. It just gives me like. It's just like fuzzy. It's just fuzzy. Yeah. Um, also, wait, wh what are your other notes on like the dinosaurs? Um,. Well, Michael Creighton had the number one movie, number one book, and number one TV show in the same year, which is, like, crazy, and no one's been able to beat that. Um, but that at the end of his life, he uh, had decided that climate change was not real. Oh. Yeah, he was anti-climate change. He was like, there's no way humans cause this. And so um, he had wrote a book... <clears throat> Um, and it was the last book he wrote, and it's called State of Fear. And it was about eco-terrorists who plot mass murder to publicize the dangers of climate change. Oh. And the biggest fan of that book was a president. Can you guess what president that was? Oh, my God. Reagan? No, not that far back. This is like 2004. Oh. Um, Bush? Yeah, it was Bush. 
Bush <sighs> Jr. He was like such a big fan of the book that he like invited uh, Michael Creighton to the White House. Oh. Ugh. And then the other crazy thing is that was during Bush's Jr.'s first presidency where he did not even win the popular vote. Damn, at he's all. just like Trump. No, it's actually very common for that to happen. And um, but then the second year he would run was the first time he got the popular vote. Damn, that's wild. Yeah. So he's not one of the girlies. No, he's not one of the girlies. Hmm. We don't like that. Um. How do you feel about how they recreated dinosaurs from like bones to flesh? Um. Truthfully. I'm not a paleontologist, so it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't get how you can figure out what skin type it had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, not to, like, talk about my minor in anthropology again. Oh. But, um, so, basically, we don't know exactly what dinosaurs look like because um, pretty much all they did is wrap skin around, like, the creatures and call it a day but yeah. there could be some other features that we don't know that they have that could be cartilage or muscle or whatever mm -hmm. so we don't know what they look like if you wrap skin around a human and disregarded any sort of muscle then we would look fucking scary we look like slenderman or something oh yeah i guess i could see that yeah or if you wrap skin around an elephant you you can't see their trunk oh because it's cartilage so, yeah because it's yeah none of that is going to be picked up the only reason why we know what mammoths look like is because we're saying oh mammoth bones look very similar to uh elephant bones so they can put two and two together but if we don't have like a reference for like dinosaurs then we're basically just guessing and wrapping skin around it and calling it a day. I literally imagined a mammoth just having the nose of a human. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that one, what is that like yellow bitch with like the horns and like the red polka dots? Oh. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The elephant is he little thing. Hold on, yellow It's in that kid's bitch. show. What if I just looked at yellow bitch with red polka dots? No. It's just it's just fashion. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know his name, but yeah. Uh, it's just fashion. So we, we don't really know what dinosaurs look like. Well, no, we never not, like, will. Not accurately. I mean, like, scientifically, we can assume that they're um, herbivores or carnivores or whatever, but we don't know, like, what skin they had or, like, if they were feathery or not, you know? But anyways... Yeah. Did you have anything else? No, that was it. Slay. Slay. All right. So today we talked about the beginnings. We talked about uh, Sumeria. We talked about dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, we did. But next week we're talking about reality TV. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at How Are The Vibes. Please like and subscribe, and please give us five stars. Ooh-woo, and we'll see you next time. Not the ooh-woo. <laughs> <laughs>